Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Good afternoon and welcome to Sportsman Colorado. We appreciate you joining us today. Kevin Flesh also in the studio with me. Kevin, how are you? I'm great. I was out shooting birds this morning. It was good to see you. Good dog work. The shooting wasn't so good, but dogs were good. <laughs> good deal. Yeah. And Rocky Mountain Roosters. Yep, out at Rocky Mountain Roosters. Uh, and uh, boy, they've got some good cover out there right now. It's it's as good as going to South Dakota. And uh, Really? Wow. Yeah, it was really good. And the birds were super, they were just they were running like crazy, so it was good for the dogs, and um, so it was good. It was fun. It was a really good time. It wasn't like you know, the old pet and shoot that you think of yeah. when you go to preserve hunting. It was, <laughs> we had to we had to run a little bit, and we had we had to pinch some birds a little bit. So it was good. It was good to see, and we had uh, we had my uh, setter who's a pointing dog, and then we had two flushing dogs. So that's always interesting to see how the three dogs work together. So we right. kind of ran two together, and then threw in the setter, and then ran one flushing and one setter, and then we ended up with all three on the ground um, at the end. So it was fun. Cool. Yep. And uh, we listened to the show for a long time. Uh, some of you may rem remember the name Red Merrill. Red, a good buddy still. And uh, we went down to Lone Star Hunts for a very quick trip down to Wichita Falls, Texas. Did a little hog hunting down there. So if we have time today, I'll fill you in about that. But the International Sportsman's Expo is coming up, and we're going to be talking a lot about that today and today in the show. That is January 9th through the 12th. Kevin's got a, a seminar he's going to be doing on Friday and Saturday, and we're going to visit about that but before we get to everyone let's go to the phones and talk to jim humble cousins rv great sponsor for us and uh jim how are you sir i'm doing great scott how about yourself hey man doing good i appreciate you taking a few minutes to be with us here today on sportsman of colorado but uh for those that haven't got to hear you yet um we did an interview not too long ago and i have played that a couple of times just to kind of set the scene for everyone of all you have to offer but tell us a little bit about cousins rv yeah, no, Cousins RV, we're a full-service RV dealership. I have three locations uh, here in the Front Range, one up in Loveland, uh, one in Wheat Ridge, and I just opened up a store uh, down in Colorado Springs. But, uh, you know, full parts, service, you know, body shop, paint booth, and, uh, you know, sales, the whole nine yards. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, you know, a Colorado company, and I've been in the RV business here in, in Colorado for 28 years, and uh, my cousin, it's a family-run operation. My cousin's involved, and uh, we just love serving the, the people here in Colorado. Well, that's great, and uh, I know you've been doing this a long time, and, boy, I know you know this business inside out and know how to do it right, and so, uh, man, we're glad to have you guys with us. So for the hunters out there, maybe some of them are looking at, hey, this last few weeks or months they've been out in a tent, and they're thinking, you know what? An RV may be the thing I want to look at. Uh, what are some just different options for maybe maybe even kind of some entry level things or whatever that you would just you think you're good for hunters? Well, you know, there's a just obviously a huge wide range of of travel trailers and fifth wheels and motorhomes, new and used. But you know, price points you know nowadays um, uh, are, are are real inexpensive. You know, you you can get a brand new little toy hauler, 16, 18 foot travel trailer, full, fully self-contained. You know, has a stove, refrigerator, holding tanks. You know, full bathroom, shower. But you know, you can get brand new trailers. They're under fifteen thousand dollars, brand new. You know, RVs are still considered second home. So for financing, your payments uh, under one hundred and fifty dollars a month. 
Wow. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, we have a wide range of of used travel trailers and toy haulers and, you know, stuff that is, um, you know, priced under $10,000 that are are real clean, nice units that we kind of call hunter specials, you know, stuff that the guys can take out and don't have to really worry about, (laughs) you know, what the wife is going to think of the interior and, but just nice clean units that are, that are great. Um, Truck campers are also real popular with, with hunters and, and we carry Mm -hmm. the Lance product and Lance builds uh, one of the premier travel trailers and truck campers. So we got just a wide range of of units, both new and and pre-owned that really work well, that are price conscious, that, uh, that, that really kind of fit the need for, for hunters out there, for sure. Sure. Yeah, the, you know, the truck camper in particular is really a nice option for those that are tired of setting up a wall tent or something else that you can get in with a you know, four-wheel drive pickup and, and set up camp, and then you're able to go off and do the hunting you need to do. Um, it's a pretty special yeah, way we, to deal we with take it. A lot, for sure, we take a lot of used, pre-owned uh, truck campers in on trade and a lot of pop-ups, you know, that are that are lightweight and, you know, certainly can throw them on a half ton and, um, you know, travel trailers don't weigh as much as they used to. Yep. And, and uh, you know, trucks nowadays are family vehicles. And, sure. you know, everybody has an SUV or an F-150 or something that can pull pretty much <laughs> everything that we carry. So, you know, towing uh, is, is generally not an issue in, the, in this day and age. Right. Well, get by and see them again. Loveland, Wheat Ridge, Colorado Springs, Cousins RV, um Anything to do with RVs, they can help you with. Whether you want something new, pre-owned, as Jim mentioned, you need service. Um, you know, the body shop, which I don't know. Hopefully, you I don't imagine there's it. a lot of people that get into the, some of the long ones. That, yeah. Oh, that corner is a little longer. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, they can handle it all. And you've got one of the only shops in the state, really, Jim, that that handle you know RVs for body shop, right? Yeah, we do. We're uh, about the only one, actually, that, that has a full paint booth that we can handle, you know, RVs, uh, you know, over 50 foot in length. And, yeah, you know, the body shop, unfortunately, uh, you know, people get home, they say, let's go fill up with fuel. And and uh, it's generally when you're about two miles from your house is when you do damage to your RV. Right. So, uh, <laughs> but, no, we got it. We have a we have a great body shop and, and paint booth and uh, we can handle uh, aluminum work and you know, whatever, whatever type of repair you need. All right. Well, Jim, Hey man, I appreciate it again. It's cousins RV and, uh, they'll get you fixed up when you get by, uh, Jim kind of gets around to all of them. But if you go in, ask if Jim humbles around or drew and let them know you heard about them here on sportsman of Colorado. And we'd appreciate it very much. So Jim, thank you, sir. And we'll look forward to our next visit. Scott, take care. Have a good day. All right. Again, that's Jim humble cousins RV. Now, if you got an RV, here's what you need. A new Chevy Silverado. <laughs> Dan Johnson, Lynn Lyle, how are you, sir? I can hear you. Can uh, you hear me? I can hear you now, as they say. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, Good. we were just talking with Jim Humble at Cousins RV, and, uh, you know, when I told you the other day that they'd come on as a sponsor with us, uh, you know, I said, man, a lot of people, they kind of think that RV, and then they think, oh, what I got won't pull it. But, yeah. Uh, so kind of give us some thoughts on the Silverados and, and what you need to pull some different things. Well, I mean, it depends on what you have, but I mean, we have everything from just to pull a little pop-up type on a, you know, a Colorado or a half-ton truck uh, up to 3,500s, which will pull up to 22,500 pounds. They'll pull a house. They'll pull a house. They'll pull the Queen Queen Mary. So, yeah, it's, uh, 
yeah, I mean, it's big, big stuff. You know, we got the Dooleys, if you got really, really big stuff, um, you know, with the Duramax, and the Duramax in the 2020 uh, is bigger and badder and stronger and more torque and more horse than it ever has been, plus better gas mileage. Sure. And you probably, a lot of your listeners have seen that commercial where uh, they make the trailer invisible. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is unbelievable. That's uh that's a very popular option, you know, right now. It's, uh, I mean, you can do everything by, by yourself. You don't need anybody to help you. You can back up to the trailer, get it on the hitch without leaving the truck pretty much. You know, you'll be right on the spot. You can see right where your trailer's going. Put your boat in the water, put your trailer, you know, back your trailer into your RV spot. It's just amazing how what that, that, that camera work does for you. All right, so we've got a couple of weeks left here in 2019. What does that mean for those folks looking for a new vehicle? It means employee pricing for everyone. They buy like I buy. They buy as cheap a car as I would or a General Motors employee. So uh, it is the best time of the year, no question about it. But, uh, plus all the incentives, too. So, sure. you know, it's, you get uh, a great discount plus, you know, all the rebates. And, uh, you know me, I'll put more money in the trade-in than anybody in the city will. Yep, absolutely. You've proven it many, many times over all these years. For sure. We'll get by and see Dan again. Uh, got a couple of weeks left here in this year, and I, I know they're doing some deals there. And um, and we've talked about this several times real quick here, but um, Dan, I mean, you guys are so straightforward, and all these people I deal with in other states and over the phone that I send you, I say, hey, look. you know, And they go, wow, it's so hard over the phone. I go, no, it's not. You just tell him what you got. If you got a trade, he'll tell you what he'll give you for it. He'll tell you what he'll sell yours for. And and everybody is shocked that it can be that easy. <laughs> and it really can. I've been through that way today. Just people that, you know, trust us. I called me up and uh, sold an Equinox about a half hour ago just exactly that way over the phone. Yep. You know, and they had a trade in. And, yeah, it doesn't have to be hard. It's, it's easy. Sure. Well, hey, man, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll get by there and see you soon. And just thank you again for your uh, help with our show this year. We couldn't have done it without you, and we appreciate your support. All right. If we don't talk, everybody, happy holidays. All right. Merry Christmas, Dan. Merry Christmas to you, too, sir. Okay. All right. That's Dan Johnson, Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. And um, before I break here, Kevin, um, I mentioned ISE, International Sportsman's Expo, and you're going to be doing a couple of seminars, and I'm going by memory here, but I think it's 3.30 on Friday and 2 on Saturday. Uh, You're going to be doing seminars on kind of this thought. So you want to conceal carry. Yeah. Yeah, and and so, you know, you have to go through the training to get the certificate to get the concealed carry, but this is that's that's not what this talk is going to be about. It's going to be a talk... Um, t- talking about the specifics relating to the law and what uh, what really is the requirements, and then just talking about uh, the really I think the meat of the seminar is going to be sort of the end of the seminar, talking about well what if this happens or what if that happens. Those are the sorts of questions that I always get from people uh, relating to you know what happens if there is an intruder in my house and I've just shot them. Mm-hmm. What should I do? You know what are the things that I should be saying? Should I be calling the police? Um, we get questions all the time about, you know, you get pulled over, um, you're a concealed carry permit holder. Do I have to immediately tell them that you're a concealed carry permit holder? Sort of those discussions and what it is that the state has done relating to the concealed uh, carry permit 
holder lists and who has those. And so just a bunch of really good information that really isn't covered by the concealed carry permit sure. classes, but things that people need to know. And then sort of a, a refresher and a, and a suggestion for folks that do have concealed carry about getting out, doing a lot of practice to make sure that you're ready for those really stressful situations that you may put yourself in. Mm -hmm. And just to think about beforehand, it's really a, a, a it's sort of a, a helpful suggestion related for me in particular because right. it's the cases that I see I may have some Facebook posts too of what happens if you get into those situations and people respond and and how things can get dangerous really quickly mm -hmm. so just a, overall let's let's talk about being good responsible gun owners and and you know carrying concealed and uh, things that you got to look out for to protect yourself after the the worst case scenario happens where you've shot someone all right because even in public I mean we've all seen where Maybe you see someone arguing and all of a sudden you look over there and, you know, somebody could be hitting somebody or choking them. You don't know. But then if you see somebody pull a gun, I mean, you have to think, dude, is this a time for me to get involved? Because right. you don't know if that's an undercover cop and a drug deal that yeah. they're working on. You don't know anything. So you don't, yep. you don't just know if it's a good you guy. You see a gun. You don't know what to do. Right. I mean, it's, it's a is lot it a good, good guy or a bad guy? And, yeah. and how far do you want to interject yourself? And certainly there are times where you need to do that when you're concealed carry and you've got to be expected to do those sorts of things. And those are the sorts of things that hopefully we'll get some good uh, comments from folks that come to the seminar and have good questions about it so that we can have a... It's not just going to be me up there hopefully talking. I hope that it'll be sort of a dialogue, especially the last maybe 15, 20 minutes of the seminar, really talking things through and seeing what people people have to say. And then I can give, obviously, my legal opinion about what it is that you have to look out for so that everybody's more informed when they leave the seminar. Great. Yeah. Again, that's the International Sportsman's Expo, the 9th through the 12th. And I'll tell you what, we'll go ahead and give away a pair of tickets, 303-477-5600. And Charlie, we'll just skip this break here. We got Mr. Chad LaChance on the line, fishful thinker. Chad, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? Hey, man, we're doing great. Kevin Flesh is here with me as well, and uh, appreciate you taking a few minutes. Now, you kind of shocked the world last year uh, talking about hunting. I don't think people knew that much about yeah. your, your hunting. And, man, I've been seeing some <laughs> great picks from you. So uh, fill us in on your year this year and what all you've been up to. Well, uh, yeah, you know, I've been a fisherman for a long time. And everyone knew that, but I've been hunting it just as long, and I just never told anyone for a long time. And then it, it occurred to me that, that just really wasn't smart. So I started being a little bit more more uh, open about it. And uh, and this year we've had a really, really good uh, deer season. I, I went out with my oldest buddy who we've been hunting together for our 36th year of hunting together and, uh, and harvested a beautiful big muley buck with him. And then uh, during the later season, went out on my own uh, with him accompanying me and uh, he helped me harvest another nice muley. And so I uh, got the freezer full, shot a doe and uh, as well. And so I'll be spending most of the day tomorrow, in fact, cooking the entire rounds off uh, off one of the does. And uh, and so, yeah, it's been a good season so far. And can't ever complain when the freezer is completely full. No doubt. I mean, boy, I tell you, it's just fun. And, man, we live in such a great state. I mean, uh, you got to love living here and all the opportunities and things we get to get out and do. So the uh, Expo's coming up. You're always heavily involved in there. So tell us what all you got going on. Yeah, you know, the Expo this year is going to be really fun. One of the neat things about the Expo that started a couple of years ago is the, is the casting contest that they do. It's an accuracy contest. Uh, they'll combine uh, a team of a conventional angler and a fly angler, and uh, and that contest is really well attended. And this year they've got some 
some some uh, legitimate heavy hitters. There's a famous guy by the name of Jimmy Houston that's going to be here. He's one of the guys. I think he invented kissing fish on TV. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but he, he, he's been a Bass Pro forever. He's one of the original Bass Pro guys uh, from way back in the day when, when Ray Scott was first getting rolling with bass fishing tournaments. Uh, I mean, back when they wore jumpsuits covered in patches, you know. And uh, Jimmy's a pretty neat guy, and he's going to be in that contest. Also, a uh, a former Elite Series pro and, and Major League Fishing pro, Cliff Crochet, is going to be there. And, uh, of course, a bunch of local guys, myself and Nate Zielinski and the other guys that you're familiar with. And my fly partner this year is Jeff Wagner again, and uh, he's one of the best fly casters in the state. Now, uh, I believe Brent Chapman, uh, Bassmaster guy, is going to be there again, or Major League Fishing pro is also going to be there. And two years ago, we won the whole thing. Last year, we got second, and uh, so now we're mad. So, uh we're going to see if we can win that. And that's just a really fun contest. It's all about accuracy. And if anyone ever watches anything that I write or, 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 you know, talk about or preach on TV, I believe strongly in casting accuracy and line control. And uh, this, this contest is really designed for real world casting. So, you know, it's around stuff, it's over stuff, it's through stuff. It's a very real world contest. And that's on Saturday. And I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then, uh, I'm going to be doing one of the Ask the Expert-type uh, corner deal or the Experts table where um, basically I'm going to talk about locating fish because at Fishful Thing for Television, we travel to places we've never been. We show up, we fish, and we go home. We don't practice. We don't generally get a lot of information. So it's been up to me all, all the last decade to figure out how fast can I locate and catch fish. And so the, the way the experts table works is, is I generally have that topic in mind, but I can field whatever questions people want. And, uh, and I know that that's one of the biggest things you can't catch fish where they aren't. So knowing how to break a lake down in a hurry or, or a river down in a hurry can be, can be really critical. And, uh, and so that, that'll be going on on Thursday and you have to forgive me, Scott, I don't have the schedule right in front of me, but I think that's around noon on Thursday. I'll double check here for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Sportsexpos.com guys can look that up. And then, uh, and then I also have two of the, on the demo tank and I always love the demo, the demo tank. I mean, this is my 14th year on the tank. And there's just no better visual aid than a 6,000-gallon tank full of fish to play with. And, uh, you know, people can see the lures or see, see what you're talking about underwater. They can see how the fish react to it, and, and they can see how the angler reacts to the fish to try to get the fish to bite. And um, this year, again, that's, that's, uh, that's being hosted by the Wickstroms, and I'm looking forward to the Friday presentation especially because – there's one particular bait, and I don't want to give it away right now, that I'm, <laughs> that I'm well known for fishing, but uh, I'm up to 76 species of fish on that, ranging from bluegills <laughs> to tarpon. And uh, that's a big number of, of variety of fish, and we're going to talk about that particular bait, all the different ways that you can rig it and fish it, and why it is, in my opinion, the most versatile uh, bait that a guy can throw, the most versatile lure that a guy can throw. And I mean, I was just down in the Florida Keys, and you can catch bonefish and sharks with it. You can go trout fishing tomorrow through the ice and catch trout with it. It's just a, a really versatile bait, and that'll be on Friday. And that presentation is going to be very in-depth because we're going to take one bait and break it down to all these different ways. And it is, for the record, the only bait that I'd never leave home without. So it's a very important bait to me. Uh, I've been fishing it since it was pre-production uh, more than a decade ago. And, um, and I think folks, if, if they listen to what I have to say there and they apply it, they'll find out that it's extremely versatile. And so that'll be on Friday. And then on Saturday, I've got a 
uh, locating fish, uh, more of a, uh, uh, or excuse me, not that's not true. I just lied to you guys. I apologize. <laughs> on Saturday, I've got the uh, how we go through choosing our lure on any given day or our lures. So that's a multi-species presentation. So it kind of pairs with the how we locate fish. But now it's, hey, okay, we're here. This is where we want to fish. What are we going to start to fish with? And, right. uh, and, and that's also that's a question I get commonly. And, um, and everybody asks you, well, what, what, what'd you catch them with? Oh, what'd you catch them with? So this is how we get to what we caught them with. It's one thing to just dump an answer on somebody. It's another thing to say, here's how we got to that decision and why it worked or didn't work. And, uh, and so those are my, my presentations this year. And, you know, Fishful Thinker is all about education. And, and that's why I really like the International Sportsman's Expo because it gives me a chance to, to really get up there and, and, give you know in front of people take questions and give as much information as i can hey chad are you going to be talking on the ask the experts section uh, about sort of technology relating to depth finders and the side imaging and all the other things that are out there and trying to locate fish and trying to figure out what the way the, to pattern them uh in that in that seminar uh, yes and no. Here's the thing with that. That's keep in mind that that's kind of a Q&A situation. So if somebody comes up to me and they have a boat, I will qualify my answers with those people. Hey, if you're a boater sure. and you have sonar and GPS, then yeah, let's let's talk about that. But also, let's say I walk up to the side of a pond somewhere and I look around, well, where do I start? Let's say I'm going to go to Chatfield Reservoir and, I, geez, I'm going to bank fish. I don't have a boat. Where am I going to start or where am I going to put my kayak in the water? Uh, stuff like that as well. So I'm going to tailor that to whoever's standing in front of me. Cool. And uh, and if they, you know, if they've got in-depth questions, fantastic. I'll be glad to do that. Uh, you know, we we live and die by sonar when I'm in the big boat, but I also do a lot of bank fishing and stuff as well. And I'll throw out there that the uh, another one of the fishful thinker guides, Mr. Dan Swanson, will also be doing um, the experts corner presentations and he will be focusing heavily on sonar gps because dan swanson is one of the leading experts in the entire country on sonar and gps he's a beta tester for lawrence uh so when they're coming out with new stuff he gets to test it ahead of time and uh and he is he's a retired electrical engineer he's been guiding with me for more than a decade uh former professional walleye angler and when i have sonar gps questions he's the guy i call that's cool. I mean, I think that that's important for the the technology in that area in particular is just changing. It seems like every six months or every year that uh, to keep up with that and when you start seeing some of that technology in use, it really can. It's a game changer, I think, for those that that are able to do it, whether you're on a kayak or a boat or not necessarily yeah. shore, but you know, if you're out. Well, even ice fishing. Well, that's true. Yeah, exactly. And, and I will say this. Ask, why do you get a new boat every year? Really? Because we, we all the fishful thinker guys, Dan and myself, get get a brand new boat every year. Why? Because as you just pointed out, the technology is constantly changing. So um, by having new equipment, I can speak on the latest and greatest stuff, but I also know what was going on three years ago, if that's what you happen to have in your boat. Yeah. So uh, we try to stay abreast of all that. And, and, and for guys that do embrace the new technology and really learn it, it's really changing how people fish, and particularly the youngsters these days. I find some of the high school anglers and, and college anglers are extremely skilled uh, with their sonar GPS, and it's because they've grown up in that era where yeah. that's really, really important, you know. Uh, and so without question, especially when we visit the Great Big Lakes or when we're going back to places I haven't been in a long time or just to figure out what's going on. I mean, it just it makes all the difference in the world. Last day I was out on, on Horses Reservoir right before it closed. We were catching bass 55 feet of water, and that just doesn't happen without solid sonar skills. Absolutely. 
Chad Lachance is our guest. Now, Chad, where can people catch your show, your TV well, show? Well, yeah, we're on Altitude Sports and Entertainment, and uh, and so that's airing currently on, on direct. Uh, people are probably familiar with the fact that Comcast and Altitude <laughs> have had to have their issues right. and frustrating everybody involved. Um, but they, we are still airing on a whole bunch of other providers all around the West United States or on direct TV right here in Colorado. The other thing is we're airing concurrently, particularly starting in January, Online Fishing Network will be airing six days a week. They're going to be streaming and or they're going to be running a new episode of Fishful Thinker every day of the week. Uh, so there's going to be a lot on World Fishing Network this coming year as well, and we've been really consistently about every day or every other day uploading recent or past episodes of Fishful Thinker on our YouTube channel, and of course any of our social media is at Fishful Thinker, uh, including our YouTube channel, and uh, and people can catch up with us there. And uh, and 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 I always like to throw out here, guys. I love questions. If people have questions, shoot me an email. Uh, I'm glad to answer them. And. Uh, you know, so if, if people are curious about something they see on our show or on our social media, our YouTube channel, whatever, uh, I'm glad to answer those questions. Well, good, man. Hey, bud. And, and one, go one, ahead. One, one other quick thing I want Please. to throw out here. At the, at the ISC show, while we're doing the demos at the ISC show, my, my tank presentation on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to have some good stuff to give away. Uh, Outdoor Edge Knives, based in uh, Denver, Colorado, I'm going to be giving away one of their brand new fillet knives, the Real Flex fillet knives. I've got tumblers from Otterbox, so another Colorado company. Uh, we'll be giving a few of those away, and then I've also got gift cards from Sportsman's Warehouse. So if, if people are debating whether or not they want to come to one of my seminars, we've got bait. <laughs> All right, man. That's cool. All right, if I looked at the schedule, it looks like Thursday at 1 o'clock, um, you're there, and uh, that will be the Experts Corner. And then Friday at 1.30 uh, will be your another seminar, and then Saturday at 5.30. Um, so there's a, there's a couple for you right there where you can catch Chad Lachance. And, again, you can follow him on Facebook at Fishful Thinker, and uh, he will be glad to help you and does just a terrific job um, in education and uh, being, being you know, willing to help. Because a lot of times, Kevin, uh, a lot of experts are, you know, and yep. uh, Chad does a great job. Absolutely. Always good, well, good information, and and the TV show is just a wealth of, of experiences that you have. I still love that show that I watched. Uh, you catching those big lake trout on uh, Williams Fork a few years ago. <laughs> That's still to this day probably my single favorite day of me personally fishing in freshwater. Uh, I've got two favorite days ever. That one was was probably the one with me fishing, and then winning the high school national bass fishing championship where I wasn't even fishing; I was just coaching. Those are my two favorite freshwater days ever. So yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that we were lucky enough to have cameras in the boat for both of those and. Uh, and it's, it's lucky that we do get to do what we do for a living, all of us, you guys and me. And, and, uh, and so the least we can do is share whatever knowledge we've managed to glean with anyone else that, uh, that, that hopes to, to do what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Right. Hey, man, we appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you. All right. Thank you guys very much for the opportunity. We'll see you here in a couple of weeks. All right. Sounds all right. good. Chad Lachance, Fishful Thinker. We've got to take a short break. When we come back, Austin Parr is going to join us from Discount Fishing Tackle. So don't go anywhere. Charlie, did we get a winner on our tickets? All right. We got a pair of tickets for the International Sportsman's Expo. First caller, 303-477-5600. Scott Watley, Kevin Flesh with you. We'll be right back. 
Hunting Gear Outfitters, a specialty gear showroom for all your hunting gear needs. Hi, I'm Ted Ramirez. So if you're headed on a self-guided or guided hunt for deer, moose, or anywhere in the world, stop by Hunting Gear Outfitters, home of Caribou Gear Outdoor Equipment Company. We are located at 8955 South Ridgeline Boulevard in Highlands Ranch. Questions, tips, and tactics are free, so call 303-798-5824 or visit us at huntinggearoutfitters.com. Have you been considering an RV or are you looking for a place that will help you keep your RV in top condition? Let me tell you about my friends at Cousins RV. They've got three convenient locations to serve you in Loveland, Wheat Ridge, and Colorado Springs, which includes full parts and service departments at all three locations. Cousins RV is locally owned and operated by Jim Humble and Drew Bryant with over 40 years in the RV industry. Cousins RV offers the top manufacturers in the industry and they have a huge selection of pre-owned RVs at every price point. Service is key at Cousins RV and they can handle any repair, even offering a mobile RV service. Hey, we all know accidents can happen and at Cousins RV, they have their own collision center with a paint booth to fit the largest of RVs. Come to the place that has the best Google reviews from any RV dealer in Colorado and ranks number one in customer satisfaction. Owners Jim and Drew are on site daily. Be sure and let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado Radio. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado's. My name is Scott Watley, along with Kevin Flesh. Austin Parr is with us now from Discount Fishing Tackle. We're going to... It's a fishing show. We're going to... Hey, we're turning this into a fishing That's show right. today. <laughs> Austin, we just had Chad LaChance with us. How are you, sir? Doing excellent. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah. good, man. I know you and Chad do a lot of things together. and uh, But, uh, man, you've got a huge part in this year's uh, 2020 ISE show. So I want to get you on and let you tell us what all you're going to be talking about in your seminars. Absolutely. So to start with, Discount Fishing Tackle is going to have a booth down there with all of some of the, the latest and greatest ice fishing products as well as a bunch of conventional and fly fishing stuff to go along with it. But as far as these seminars are concerned, I have three different seminars, uh, one of which being the, the technical aspects of fishing soft plastics for trout. Um, and then additionally, we're going to talk about Chatfield and Cherry Creek through the seasons. So last year we did kind of a shore fishing through the seasons um, on some of the, uh, the back-to-basics uh, stuff. But then this year we're going to adjust it and go a little bit more specific with some front-range fisheries being Chatfield and Cherry Creek. And then finally, at the expert corner, which I really do like over the last several years, we're going to kind of have a chance to talk one-on-one with uh, visitors coming down there. And I'm going to discuss... Colorado ice fishing. So we're going to have all kinds of different products that are going to be sitting down there, and we can talk about different jigs, how to rig the jigs, rod and reel options, line, and even uh, sonar and flasher options. That's awesome, Austin. So um, local knowledge, obviously, relating to Chatfield and Cherry Creek, because that's where you guide on a regular basis. So you're going to go through the individual seasons and sort of talk about what you see throughout the year for both bodies of water? Absolutely. So, you know, those lakes are, are extremely dynamic, especially due to the fact of the, the large bait fish populations. And we see a lot of the same stuff 
throughout many of our front range lakes that have a shad population. But the, the, the bite really does change depending upon what time of year you're out there. And yeah. everything from the springtime jerk baits at night going through more of the post spawn time frame, whereas Cherry Creek will typically fish a lot better than Chatfield. Uh, moving through the middle of the summertime when you can really get into a lot of fish out there and then you start seeing your shad come on. And that's when everything really changes. And, and the different aspects on how to uh, attack those lakes when the shad are there certainly can be challenging um, and and, uh, and really can, can make an angler really frustrated out there. But doing the right thing can certainly uh, get you fish no matter what time of year that you're fishing out there. And then a lot of the same tactics, as I mentioned, are good throughout all of your different front range lakes and plains lakes and anywhere that has a good shot base from Pueblo to Jumbo to Jackson all the way up to, uh, to Carter and, uh, and Boyd. Yeah, the great thing about, you know, when that shad hatch happens and then there's so many bait fish in the lakes is that we've got other options. You've got the ability to then go to the rivers and start, you know, they're normally down at good levels at that point, and it sounds like that's a good segue to talk about plastics for trout as well. Definitely, yeah, and I mean, as far as the plastics for trout are concerned, a lot of anglers are, are not really thinking about that quite as much. That certainly has gained popularity over the last several years, but a lot of times people think fly fishing or, or they think hardware like spoons and cast masters and, and things like grappling countdown minnows. Um, the cast for trout, but in reality, the soft plastics can catch fish in any body of water that has trout at any time of the year. And it, in my opinion, it's a much more versatile lure rather than throwing something like like a cast master or a spoon out there and just casting and retrieving. Mm-hmm. You can fish all areas in the water column with them. You can fish rivers. You can fish lakes. You can precisely fish structure, or you can cover water. All of the above, all are, are fine-tuned aspects that, in reality, can can get someone a lot more fish over the course of a season. Yeah, absolutely. And and those the plastics especially with the different tails, uh, you know, brown trout are such predators that you can you yeah, can try I... to figure out how uh, aggressive they're going to be on any given day and change your presentation up a little bit with just a change of a of a plastic. So that's a great option. So that's one of the things that you're going to be doing uh and uh, which seminar or what day is it that you're going to have the different seminars if you know? So to be honest with you, off the top of my head, I am not 100% sure about that. Um, but we have, I'm going three different days. I believe I'm on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. I believe Sunday is going to be the, the expert corner day. Okay. And my other two are going to be that Thursday and Friday. You're going to be around, I'm assuming. it Now, when you talk about the discount fishing tackle booth, you're, you guys don't have, I mean, it's like half of half an aisle, <laughs> yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's like what you've had it, in the past. I mean, you guys bring in half the is. store. It's a big deal, yeah. I mean, we've got a big 20 by 20 booth down there, and it's it's a big island, and really allows for us to bring a lot of products that that we really feel like are very pertinent to not only the season but just in general out there. And, yeah. and we're going to bring all our all our best stuff. So it definitely is uh, something to stop by and take a peek at, and especially if you're looking for some of those hard to find items like uh, radical glow tubes. We'll have BioBait down there with us as well. And then additionally, we're going to be uh, having all of our, our ice rods and, and real combos as well as a great selection of jaw jackers. So all the uh, different ice stuff is all going to be down there. And we'll also have Brian Alano from Dynamic Lures in the booth as well. And oh, he'll be great. bringing some of his brand-new HD ice rods as well. Um, so there's going to be all kinds of new product down there from some local uh, companies as well as uh, regional stuff. So have you been out uh, doing any ice fishing yet or have heard of what's we going have on? Been. 
Yeah, it's been really a strange fall. You know, we've had uh, went from very cold to now kind of warm and, and have been waiting on a lot of places to freeze. But we're really starting to see some good freeze up in places like 11 Mile and Antero. Terriol has been good and North Park has really been locking up as well. So any of your shallower lakes or higher elevation lakes are all starting to lock right now. And uh, the fishing has been absolutely fantastic. 11 Mile has been on fire. Uh, guys have been really doing well with small tube jigs like trout traps and, and atomic tubes from Berkeley. Uh, Antero has been fishing well in the early mornings where folks have been catching fish on, on scud flies actually under the ice really well. And then uh, gold tungsten jigs from Kenders up in North Park, a little bit larger offerings have certainly been good. Uh, power bait realistics minnows as well as gold minnows have been working well but the numbers have just been been spectacular so far especially at 11 mile i mean people are going up and and uh the guys that don't really know what they're doing are, are putting 60 or 70 fish on the ice in the wow. course of a half day and so the ice ice conditions are good i mean folks still obviously always have to be careful and, and have the equipment Definitely. Um, but the good sheets of ice on all of those uh, bodies of water at this point? In general, those lakes are certainly looking pretty good right now. Um, places like Wellington are a little soft on the edges still. Evergreen, decent, but slightly soft on the edges. Sure. Um, so certainly utilizing caution, but I'm hoping that this storm that we're seeing right here uh, should solidify some things, particularly in our mountain valleys that may not be quite the, the large amounts of snow that we'll be seeing more on the high mountain passes. A lot of times that snow, when it comes in heavy like that, um, even with cold is not necessarily great because it insulates the ice. But uh, I was looking South Park doesn't look like it's going to get a whole lot of snow down there. And North Park, uh, not a ton either. Yeah. So both spots uh, should really help to solidify and, and uh, continue to remove some of the energy from lakes like Granby and Williams Fork, which don't have ice yet. But we're right on the cusp. And even places like Chapel and Cherry Creek, although I don't think the storm is going to get them ready, they are close. So if we can get a good cap on those guys, we should hopefully be ice fishing by New Year's. Great. Um, so if folks are looking for, you know, Christmas presents for those guys and gals that uh, need some more ice fishing equipment, tell us what's uh, at the shop and what things people should be coming in to buy that are that are in good specials. I'll tell you what, if you're looking at ice fishing stuff, we are your absolute location. We have everything from your different augers, real popular K-drill and pistol augers that you're attaching on to electric drills, all the gas and propanes all down here as well, including some of the new electric options from uh, Eskimo and the Ions and the new Strikemaster laser electric augers. We've got all those guys down here, all your shelters, as well as a fantastic selection of rod and reels. Got everything from the really high-end St. Croix rods all the way through all the different 13 fishing options and even into a lot of your affordable rods and combos. And then to go along with those, all your line and jig, spring bobbers and bait, I have all of that. And when we're talking about bait as well, we're going to be carrying water dogs and live suckers throughout the entire ice season. So the live suckers you have to kill to go up and fish for pike, but the water dogs you can fish live. And uh, we'll have those guys all season long. So for not necessarily a gift item, but for anglers looking to target some pike, we certainly have you dialed in as well. And then, you know, going along with any of the fly fishing stuff, we're certainly stocked up for this, the, the tail end of the, the fall and into the wintertime season. So if you're looking to go and, and fish yourself or, or looking for the gift items, I've got you covered on those as well. Austin, I saw you've been out with your new pup as well. It's been great so far this year. You know, I, uh, I've been getting out and doing some ice fishing, certainly, but this time of year for the, the upland hunting has been uh, been quite productive, and I've been very lucky with that dog. Uh, you know, she came from all the way up in Michigan and at Southern Oak Kennels, and I could not be happier with her. Uh, she has been 100% uh, fantastic, and particularly for a dog that's only seven months, it has been quite stunning, actually. Wow, well, that's great. Well, I did check on Thursday. It looks like 
um, unless something changes, you're on at 4.30, and then Friday at 12.30, and then again Saturday at 3.30. And uh, so Perfect. a lot of great seminars there. And again, Terry Wickstrom, of course, uh, you know that name, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, does a great job on the fishing side over there, and Terry's the MC of that area. And then over on our side, we handle the adventure theater and more of the hunting side. So it's great to uh, have all these great um, guys and gals, uh, Danielle Johnson, Lisa Thompson, a whole bunch of people are going to be there doing a lot of great seminars. And get by Discount Fishing Tackle. Hey, you got a few weeks here uh, for the end of the year, and I know they've got a lot of great products. And if, like Kevin said, looking for a great gift, that's a good place to start is Discount Fishing Tackle. So, Austin, hey, man, we appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to seeing you down there. Thank you, guys. I certainly appreciate it, and it should be a fantastic Sportsman's Expo this year. Absolutely. Again, that's Austin Parr, and, uh, boy, Austin's a great guide, and uh, we'll get him back on again, talk a little bit more about his guiding that he does as well. And real quick, I'll just give you some more information on the show. It's the Colorado Convention Center, and, of course, most of you know that's down on 14th Street. The hours of the expo this year will be noon to 8, Thursday and Friday, and this is the 9th through the 12th, Saturday 10 to 7, and then Sunday, 10 to 5. I think we're safe with the Broncos not being in the playoffs. So, Kevin, we shouldn't disturb That's right. The Broncos game. We're going to be watching other, other NFL teams <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, adult admission tickets um, are $16, but active military are free with a military ID. Also, your youth 15 and under are free. No pets firearms or ammunition is allowed there of course unless you get those cleared there as a uh, exhibitor there at the isc and uh, go to sportsexpos.com all the schedules on there you can buy tickets it shows you the floor plan of how it's laid out they've got the schedule they've got all your different presenters uh, all the different things there are right there at sportsexpos.com we're gonna take our last break we'll be right back Trust your pet's care to Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hi, this is Scott Watley, and we've trusted our pets to Lone Tree for over 15 years. There are many reasons we love them, and it's great to have all of our pet care needs met under one roof. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, surgical care, boarding, grooming, or obedience training, the friendly and experienced staff at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has you covered. As accredited members of the American Animal Hospital Association, you can rest assured that Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center meets the highest standards of veterinary care. And they're a Gold Star member of the BBB and a member of HaystackHelp.com. Check out their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com as they share great insight on pet care. Lone Tree is open seven days a week for your convenience. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Give them a call, 303-708-8050, or check them out at LoneTreeVet.com. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is proud to announce their new 10,000 square foot facility is now open in Berthard, Colorado, located at 504 North 2nd Street. With this expansion, Phoenix Weaponry offers a new retail area and expanded gunsmithing in Duracoat and Cerakote areas. Family owned and operated, Phoenix Weaponry offers the finest in competition, hunting and long range precision firearms. Also, suppressors from 22 long rifle to 50 caliber for rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Phoenix Weaponry also offers gunsmithing services and restoration repairs from antique to modern firearms. Building your firearm dreams into reality. That's Phoenix Weaponry. Call them now, 720-340-2496, or visit them at phoenixweaponry.com. 
Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley here with Kevin Flesh. Once again, the International Sportsman's Expo, January 9th through the 12th. It is going to be a fantastic show. I believe this is the 44th show. And, uh, boy, I know these guys, they work to improve it each year. I work pretty closely uh, with John Kirk, communications director there. And uh, I know they are always trying their best to improve this. And uh, one of the... Um, Folks that have been there a long time, been doing this a long time. Nate Zelensky joins us from Tightline Outdoors. Nate, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, sir. How are you? Did you have time to catch your breath here between the seminar at Bass Pro and <laughs> doing say, radio? I, I did two-hour radio show this morning. Just left Bass Pro. Just walked on stage. But no, I'm happy to be here, man. I love, uh, love talking to you. I love talking to the audience. Absolutely. So, um, and again, you can hear Nate a lot. Now, you're on at 10 o'clock with Terry, right, on Saturdays? Yep, on, on at 10 o'clock. Yeah, 10 o'clock, uh, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, and uh, boy, a great, great show. And, um, uh, again, Nate has been doing all this with hunting and fishing for many years here in our state and is a great resource for all of us. So, um, first of all, give us a little report on your um, hunting year, year this year so far. Oh, it's fun. Had a had a great year. You know, I... Uh, I got in a little over 100 days in the field of hunting, so it was fun. We uh, chased everything Colorado has to offer. I uh, had a great elk hunt, mule deer hunts, pronghorn hunts. Uh, I had a good joined a good friend uh, in the field and got a massive Shiris moose, a uh, 52-incher. Whoa. Uh, so the Colorado hunts were, were awesome. Uh, it was a really good year. Our elk rut um, was a little more traditional, I would say, than it has been the last couple due to warm weather, so we were really excited to see that rut come on strong. Um, you know, the late rifle hunts, we had cold force, the deer, the mule deer hunts were great. So I would say, uh, generally speaking, it was, a, it was a great hunting season. And I actually traveled back to Illinois uh, for my very first whitetail, which, uh, which was a ball. I definitely, uh, I've actually even guided a whitetail hunt and never hunted them myself. And that was my first time with a bow in hand. Totally got the whitetail bug. It was a, it was a great hunt. So completely different than I would assume a spot and stock who was sitting in a stand and waiting <laughs> for them to come to you? So. Absolutely, yeah, it's crazy. If you know me, yeah, I kind of uh, a little did, bit of high energy. I, yeah. I kind of bounce around a little bit. <laughs> Looking at a fan for 13 hours was uh, a whole different deal, but it was fun. I, I will tell you, I I thought I was going to freeze to death. I did uh, I did three and a half days in the stand. Uh, I ended up seeing about 65 deer. But I'll tell you what, I, I've never been so cold in my life. You know, I, I'm <laughs> very much spot and stock, hiker. Um, I think I had on like nine layers on my top and four on the bottom and still absolutely freezing that. Just because I've never sat. I, I've never experienced even the, the gear to have to do such a, a style of hunt. Right. Uh, yeah, learning experience, and it was a lot of fun. So what's the, the most, I think the most scary, the scariest place I've ever been is sitting in a tree stand in a sort of a freezing rainstorm in like December in Wisconsin, and the stand is completely ice covered, <laughs> and you can't really move because you know you're just going to slip oh, off yeah. the stand. It's crazy. It's just Things you don't think about until you're sitting in a tree stand. Exactly. Over there. I, I, I had some ice. Uh, where I was at in Illinois, it was actually the coldest it's been since 1911. Uh, same thing, kind of an ice storm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, to the point where I'd have to draw my bow back, you know, every hour just to break the ice off of it. Yeah. So if I wanted to shoot, it was uh, it was an option. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Nate, tell us about, now you the last few years have really organized a bunch of really cool ice fishing tournaments. Are you doing that again this year? I am. We are so excited. You know, uh, we, we launched a series, so our first event is January 18th. 
Uh, you know, and, and just like anything, we work with so many different partners in the outdoors, and everybody's got different things going on, such unique and kind of cool opportunities. And this year we hooked up with the Barnett Roxins, which is a group, uh, it's a conservation company, but they started an organization to work with military and their families. And the biggest thing is to put together outdoor retreats. Um, and they're bringing out all kinds of military and their families. So they're bringing out 30 vets and their families to all the ice addiction events. That's they're awesome. They're a title partner. Um, so we're really excited. With that, uh, this year we have a $10,000 cash first place prize. Um, you see this kind of stuff sometimes in the Midwest with a huge prize like that. Right. It's never made its way out here to the West. So we are so excited to, to, to be the company to bring on a really high-end uh, ice fishing tournament to Colorado. So we have four events, three in Colorado, one in Utah. Uh, we pay down 30 spots each, but the first place are literally the, the heaviest single fish. So there's no tag fish. You don't have to catch a, a limit of fish. There's no hoops to jump through. Yeah. Literally the heaviest single fish of any species is going to go home with 10,000 cash. So, Nate, for folks that have never done this or seen your events, describe sort of what it is that people are doing with regard to to signing up and sort of how the spots work and, and the whole grid pattern and everything else. Absolutely, yeah. So what, what we, we don't want to put anything negative on the industry, um, but there, there's been some situations of traditional ice fishing tournaments somewhat having some foul play. And a lot of it is, is you know, innocent type stuff. But when you turn the English loose, you see guys kind of, you know, working together, using bait that they possibly shouldn't or things like that. So right. We, uh, we pre-drill the holes and we have a grid scenario. So we basically take however many angles we have and we drill 25 to 30% extra holes. So all the angles are fishing roughly 25 feet apart. So we have a, a massive grid with just Swiss cheese ice with holes. Um, and anglers, they register online or you can pay on the day of the event. The benefit of registering online is $10 cheaper, and the first anglers to sign up get on the ice first. So basically, you sign up right now, you're going to go on the ice at like 5.30 a.m. You can pick your hole, select your location, um, and then kind of go from there. So it's nice for the grid factor. The big thing is we eliminate all cheating. So there's people around, there's judges walking around, so there's really no option for the foul play, which right. is uh, the main course of interest. The other big thing about it is we eliminate knowledge of the lake. So we force anglers to rely on their skills. So you have a, a retired person or somebody that's blessed with the opportunity of fishing a lot. That person knows the body of water more and therefore has an advantage to a person that you know, might not be going to fish as much. In the grid style, all the anglers are on a level playing field, and they're all forced to rely on their fishing skill and technique and not knowledge of the lake. So we love that, and we really make it interactive. We give away prizes every couple minutes. We have a big warming hut. We give out 800 pounds of Johnson's Corner cinnamon rolls. We usually serve about 200 gallons of coffee, hot chocolate. Uh, so, again, we make it fun for everybody. And if you've never ice fished before, we'll even provide you free gear. We'll give you a rod, tackle, everything you need for the day to use uh, to experience the sport of ice fishing. And that's what I've heard as well. It's just that it, the experience is just so much fun with you, the people that you meet and, and the fun that you have, whether you catch anything or not. It's just sort of an event to go to. Exactly. We make it all about the experience. And it is. It's a lot of fun. You're going to meet great people in the industry. Uh, you know, there's a lot of friendships that are started at this style of event. Sure. Nate Selinski is our guest, and uh, Nate, if I'm looking at the schedule right here on SportsExpos.com, it says Colorado Predators Experts Corner from 2 to 3 on Thursday, and then you'll be over on our side at the Adventure Theater at 5.30 on Thursday for Colorado Elk Hunting Success. 
And then uh, Friday at 6.30 p.m., back over on the fishing side. And, again, Terry Wickstrom will be uh, emceeing that area over there. And then Saturday at 11.30 and catch Nate again on the fishing side and then back over at the Adventure Theater Saturday evening right before our elk calling contest. Actually, uh, Nate will be doing another seminar there on Colorado elk hunting success. And uh, so, man, just a, a lot going on. And I'm telling you, it is a busy four days, <laughs> man. Oh, it uh, is. yeah. Inside of that, we have a, we have a casting competition on Saturday where uh, you know we kind of got uh, a whole new twist on the situation. They're bringing in Jimmy Houston, uh, you know, world famous yeah. bass angler legend. And uh, I got a cast against him. We also got a walleye panel on Saturday. So uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a nonstop four days. But it's one of those things you you just live for, Scott. You know how it is. You're sure. Between the station and your booth and the seminar stage, but. Uh, you know, to get to interact with so many outdoorsmen and share the passion and the love and more importantly just share the education. You know, Colorado, we're known for our elk cutting and that's really what this year's seminars are is how to use your points and how to have a, a successful hunt without having points. And and really we're gonna we're gonna break down the, the whole elk cutting concept in Colorado, um, and really take away the the stipulation of oh, hey, I have to have a lot of points to have a great elk hunt. We're gonna we're gonna walk people through how to do that on a on an annual basis without points. So we're really excited to show that information. Right. Hey, just another minute and a half here, so two minutes left here. But um, I saw where next year it looks like we're gonna be doing some kind of uh, uh, two draws. <laughs> uh, have you had a chance to look into that much or uh, you know, I, I've seen a lot of the opportunities. I can't say that I've had a chance to sit down with our you know, agents of Parks and Wildlife and really break down the scenario and how it's going to work. Um, I know the five-year prediction as far as dates go yeah. um, is absolutely amazing. Huge fan of the changes of pushing archery later. Um, we're going to have a lean mule deer hunt, so we're going to have some rut opportunities at mule deer that we've literally been dreaming about for the past 25 years. Sure. Um, so I think the five-year structure for dates is awesome, and I'm excited to learn more about the, the draw opportunities. And more than anything, I, I think we're all trying to figure out how to manage the the influx uh, of hunting pressure and tags and sure. really how to how to deal uh, to accommodate all the people wanting to hunt. Right. Absolutely. Well, man, hey, I know you had a jam-packed day, and I appreciate you taking a few minutes to be with us, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you down there, and then we'll be doing our live show down there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so we'll be sure and grab you and get you on again. Absolutely. I would love to do it. I love coming around talking, so you name the time, and uh, I'm here. All right, bud. We appreciate it. That's Nate Zielinski. You can check him out, Tightline Outdoors. Follow him on Facebook. Great guy, and I promise you're always willing to help and give advice and uh, – that's the way, Kevin, most of our industry is. People yeah, absolutely. love helping people. The, the three guys that we've had on today are all educators. They love to teach people how to be better fishermen and, and hunters and uh, really willing to do it at, at the drop of a hat. I mean, you, you go to the seminars, but even if you see Chad or, or Nate or, or uh, Austin outside of their booths, they'll, they'll sit down and chat with you about any particular topic relating to fishing and a wealth of information. I can only... Anybody who's around when Austin gives his uh, seminar relating to Cherry Creek and Chatfield, that guy has those those lakes dialed in yeah. uh, in like two-week segments. I mean, it's unbelievable how he knows what those fish are doing throughout the season. So, 
for sure. Well, Kevin, thanks so much, man. Yeah, thank you. Great show, if we say so ourselves. Yes. That was a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. fishing this time of year. <laughs> Absolutely. International Sportsman's Expo, January 9th through the 12th. Go to sportsexpos.com for more information. want to thank all of our guests today. Mostly thank you for joining us. Now on Sundays, you can catch our re-airing of the show from 8 to 9 a.m. And then once again from 4 to 5 p.m. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Looks like we're going to get some snow in the mountains, so everybody be careful. We'll talk to you next week. expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.